Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 59. I'm excited for this episode as I am with all episodes and I've, I've been on a bit of a Drake kick lately. Uh, I was just bumping that song in my feelings and I was like, oh, what's more relatable than Case Kenny and, and you know, lyrics like two bad bitches and we kissing in the wraith? You know, it sounds like an average Tuesday for me, but <laughs> all joking aside, like I thought that I thought that song was actually kind of appropriate because what I want to talk about today is feelings, catching feelings, and, and not not for other people, but actually for yourself, and and why I think that is so important. And I've said it before, but I'm not an overly emotional guy, but I have learned a lot about the power of not running from that kind of shit in your life, and why listening to yourself, or I call it catching feelings in this episode, is really, really important when it comes to developing yourself. And I've got some some practical thoughts on this, some practical, not overly emotional thoughts on this topic, so I think, I think you'll get a lot out of today's episode. Now, real quick, before I get into it, I do want to give a shout out to today's sponsor, Burrow. You know I love the folks at Burrow. I talk about them all the time, talk about their mission to make clever, uncompromising furniture for modern life at home. And as I've mentioned before, uh, I do all my writing from the chair that they were kind enough to send me. I've got it positioned to overlook the, the river here in Chicago, and I do all my best thinking and writing right there early in the morning or, or late at night. Uh, it's, it's where I frequently spill coffee. Uh, it's where I sometimes just aimlessly scroll through Instagram. But, but guess what? Burrow's great for that because their couches and sofas are not only scratch-resistant, but stain-resistant, and that's pretty clutch. They also have a really cool built-in phone charger in case your sofa is like blocking an outlet or something like that. Really just some some next-level stuff there. Great people at Burrow too, so I'm, I'm always happy to support them and thankful for, for their sponsorship. 
you can get your living room ready for winter. You can save $75 off on a new sofa by visiting burrow.com slash new mindset. Again, $75 off your order. Burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash new mindset. $75 off your order. Thanks to them. Thanks to Burrow. I appreciate them. I appreciate the, the sponsorship. So let's get right into it. I had coffee this morning uh, with my friend Amanda, and we were both talking about kind of the usual stuff. We're both in marketing and, and writing and the self-development space, so we have you know lots in common. And, and we were chatting, and I forget the context, but she said the word self-help groupie. And I couldn't help but laugh at that term. Uh, I know it all too well. Again, I'm, I'm in the self-development space, if you want to put a label on things. I, I most certainly am. I love it. I love it because it's full of so many possibilities, such so many great people. I love the ability to write and share on such a wide variety of topics. It's great. But because I've been in the space for so long, I know exactly what she's referring to here, this, this idea of self-help groupie. And again, I, I mean no disrespect by this term or my reaction to it. But I think you know who these people are. These are people who are all about self-development type stuff. They share all the quotes. They read all the books. They listen to all the podcasts. They love the idea of getting better. But their life is kind of a mess. And and they and the things that they say and, and do are really kind of in direct contrast to their desire to be better. You know, these are the kind of people that They'll, they'll like share like a Facebook status, something just like, I just don't get it. Or I need some time alone, like super vague stuff. And then when someone's like, oh, what's wrong? They'll be like, oh, I'm just going through a lot or something like that. You know, no disrespect to these people at all. But you know what I'm talking about. And the thing about these kinds of people is that they're so focused on the, the things that they consume and the quotes that they share talking about a better life talking about happiness and fulfilling relationships and how you just need to do X, Y, Z for a better future. You know, they're so focused on those things that they forget something that's, uh, it's pretty important. They forget to address their own bullshit. You know, they think that they could just kind of sweep all their own bullshit under the rug and just focus on the future. And while I certainly don't think you need to have your life together by any means to get value from, call it self-development content, you have to be intentional in that self-development content is useful in two areas, I think. Your current self and your future self. You, you can't have a better future self, though, without focusing on your current self. You know, you can't post a quote about how you deserve better and are a confident badass without taking a look at your current self and addressing why you aren't that way right now. Does that make sense? You know, so anyway, we were talking about this and it kind of gave him the idea for the podcast because I see it so often. I'm I'm. I've been guilty, you know, no one's, I'm not a in here, you know, where people, and I've seen it a lot lately, people I know are focusing on all those things, but they forget to focus on what they currently are, who they currently are, and what they currently have, currently. In fact, there's a quote I saw on the gram the other day, I don't know who said it, but it really reflects this, and I screenshotted it, and it says, it says, it says, you can go to the gym you, you can drink your water and take your vitamins, but if you don't deal with the shit going on in your heart and your head, you're still going to be unhealthy. And that's it right there. Boom, right? Hit the nail on the head. Like, if you're the type of person who tends to ignore the things going on in your head and, and your heart, your soul, 
And, and, and you do that in favor of chasing the next motivation or the next positive piece of inspiration you can get your hands on. I think, I think this episode will really help you if you fall into that boat. I think we all do, honestly. You know, it, I think I can help you address the things that you need to right now, the things that you tend to avoid or you tend to kind of underemphasize or just sweep under the rug completely in your life. And again, to be clear, I don't have everything figured out. How could I? I really try to not give advice on things I have no right to give advice on. This is simply something that I've lived, and I think my experience here will be helpful. But again, it's just my experience. You know, and actually, I didn't write an outline for this episode completely. Usually, I write a really, really thorough outline because I figured a, a bit more being spontaneous would be better because when it comes down to it, I think this episode is all about vulnerability. It's about me encouraging you to be vulnerable enough with yourself to catch some feelings, you know, to address the things you need to. And that's why I titled it. I titled it, Don't Don't Catch Feelings? Question mark. And again, I'm not talking about relationships. I'm talking about your damn self, that you need to catch feelings for yourself because to the to the point of that quote, you can do all the things you're supposed to, you know, take time for yourself, eat healthy, cut back on going out and drinking. You can meditate. You could practice gratitude and journaling. You could read Tony Robbins, all that. But you won't improve or be any happier. I'm, pre I'm pretty sure of that. You won't progress because you still you have those things that you refuse to address, things that you refuse to be vulnerable towards. And I'm not saying you need to figure those things out, but I think you need to acknowledge them. You need to look them in the eye address the elephant in the room, whatever you want to call it. I think the bottom line here for the episode is you need to catch feelings for yourself. You need to be a bit vulnerable with yourself. So, how do you do that? Um, well, again, as with many things, I think it differs for everyone. Uh, I'll tell you how Case Kenny does it, though. I'll tell you how I went from being robot Case to Case more vulnerable Case. And I'll start by saying that, you know, like a lot of other chill dudes, I tend to suppress my feelings a bit. I think that's kind of a natural tendency for, for men, more of a cultural thing. So I'm not going to address that, maybe a different episode, but I'll just reflect on my experience. And, you know, like I still joke about doing this. Like sometimes when I'm talking to someone maybe in a business setting or work setting and they bring up a concern about a brand we're working with or something that they say or how they, they're feeling anxious or concerned or disappointed, I'll, I'll just like joke. I'll be like, all right, so what you want to do is you want to take that feeling and you just want to bury it deep, deep down inside. You just reel it down, push it all the way down. Just pretend that it doesn't exist. Just ignore it. You know, uh, it'll be it'll be back later. But for now, you know, no one got time for that. Just go ahead and just bury that down. And I, obviously, I'm joking when I say that and I obviously help and address it. But in looking back, that's kind of how I used to be in the non-joking way. I was legit that way for every for every emotion or issue in my life. Like my natural response was to push it down. Fear, disappointment, anxiousness, commitment, you name it. Like I would just push that bitch down, just down. You know, don't address it. Just ignore it. Hope that as I get older, it'll just kind of work itself out. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread. So simple. Maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. 
And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. And, uh, you know, I'm older now. I'm no genius. I'm not a scientist, but I don't think that shit really happens like that. You know, if you don't address your emotions, your feelings, your inclinations, it's not just going to magically resolve itself. You're not going to be able to build on that. And that's why everything I do with pursuit or new mindset is, is all about helping you address the bullshit in your life and then finding experiences to help you expand on it. But you really can't have one without the other here. It's like building a house on sand for another killer analogy. You know, you can build a dope house, but it's not going to last long. You can't have a great house without a great foundation, you know, or like in the world of Case Kenny, you, it's like wearing jeans with, with rips and no zips or zips and no rips or going a day without eating at Chipotle. These things, they're just not going to happen, you know. How many times can I make that joke? But, you know, you have to address the things in your head. So like, for example, if you want to say, if you want to be a confident person, but you're struggling from low self-esteem or low self-worth or some kind of issue, you're not going to become confident by just listening to my podcast or by watching YouTube videos on how to pick up girls. Cringe. You know, it's, you'll become confident by, by sitting your punk ass down and forcing yourself to address that issue. You know, why aren't you confident? Why do you have low self-esteem? Was it a particular experience in your past, a series of experiences? Is it because, you know, you're, you think you're busted looking? <laughs> is, it, is it because no one's ever given you a compliment? Is it because you've, you've never tried and you just assume the worst when it comes to being social? Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. But you have to take a look at the bullshit in your head and then come up with a game plan to address it. You know, then you can watch my, my, you can listen to my podcast, watch YouTube videos, and then it'll actually have an impact because you're applying it to something that you're vulnerable enough about. 
like for myself, I was never that confident growing up. Didn't really find it until my call late 20s. I wanted to be. I tried to be. You know, it didn't work, though, because I was applying ideas, things that I read or heard to myself, thinking that I was just this blank canvas that could just be turned into a big, you know, confident peacock, big dick swinging dude. But in reality, I was kind of like a half complete canvas that just needed some small tweaks to what I had already created. I'm on fire with these analogies. You know, you like these analogies. But I think like I didn't become confident. Because I refused to address the reasons why it wasn't that way in the first place. Reasons like, you know, I never felt like I could be impactful or that I wasn't successful enough to have high self-esteem or swag or that I was awkward when I tried or, um, you know, I was afraid of being laughed at, for example, and so on and so on. You know, I could, I could break that down. But once I did that, once I did that exercise, I came to realize the root problem. Like for the sake of this example, call it fear of being embarrassed. You know, well, once I had identified that, that's an easier issue to address than just trying to be, quote, more confident. You know, I looked at my own bullshit. I was vulnerable enough to do that. And then I addressed what it was, what it is. You know, so from there, then I would just go out and just embarrass myself horribly and realize that I wasn't that bad and that it really wasn't a rational thing to kind of fear. You know, so that I would go up to girls and be like, oh, you like movies about gladiators, that that kind of thing. You know, and I've got bunch of other examples in my life, but I want you to think about your own life, you know, and think of, think of an area of your life right now that you're looking to improve your confidence, your social skills, your, your level of happiness, some element of anxiousness in your life, your passions, your purpose, your creativity, whatever. Now think of the things that you're doing to improve them. The things you're reading, listening to, watching, subscribing, anything you're putting in that old noggin of yours. I'm sure they have an impact, but to me, it might just be surface level that first you need to take a step back and look at that thing. Why are you the way you are right now? What is, what is it that's holding you back? Why aren't you where you need to be? You know, if you figure that out or at least acknowledge it, I, I guarantee you that it will be a much, it will be much simpler to work towards that thing. And you won't just be a self-help groupie, you know, you'll be a badass mother effer who gets a lot out of self-help content or like my podcast because you're applying it to where it needs to be applied, aka where you're most vulnerable, right? This all makes sense in my head. Does this make sense to you? Like vulnerability at the end of the day, that's all I'm encouraging you to do here is be more vulnerable, be more vulnerable. And I'm talking about more than just like showing an emotion, like being angry. Being angry is easy. I'm talking about truly being vulnerable with yourself, you know, forcing yourself to stop burying feelings like shame and fear and feeling unworthy or less or, you know, you should address that head on or at minimum, you know, just acknowledge it. It's like when you're working a nine to five and you're in a long, narrow hall- hallway walking one way and then someone from accounting is walking the other way and you can't really avoid each other, but you kind of know each other, but you don't really know each other. So you give it the old awkward grin and a little bit of a head nod. You know, you just acknowledge each other. It's that kind of thing. Uh, and that's kind of joking. But at minimum, if you struggle with this kind of thing, at least acknowledge it. Don't just bury it completely. Accept that being vulnerable is a fantastic thing. You know, I, I think that being alive is, is all about being vulnerable, you know, and it took me a long time to get to this point because I believe you, you really don't start truly living until you're actually vulnerable with yourself. 
you know, you certainly don't start improving until you're vulnerable to go back to the whole self-help groupie reference from the beginning. But I, I think there's more, you know, you're not alive until you fully embrace being vulnerable with yourself, until you stop repressing things, until you stop being a robot. You know, my advice here would be to stop trying to be strong or thinking that addressing these emotions or thoughts or feelings or experiences or whatever, that, you know, doing that makes you, f- you feel weak or that, you know, catching feelings is weak. I don't think it does. I, I think it does the opposite. It puts you back in control of your life. It puts you right in the driver's seat. And as tough as it is, especially if you're a guy, like, I think you need to just embrace it and stop trying to be strong or putting on a show. Not to others, like I could sometimes, I can get that a little bit, but to yourself, you know, to be vulnerable with yourself. And again here, to be clear, I'm not saying you need to be emotional or overshare with others. That's different. I'm talking about your relationship with yourself, the person that looks back at you in the mirror. You know, a vulnerable person, in my opinion, is a really, really strong person because they're real. They're not ignoring anything. They're not avoiding things. They're not bottling things up. And in my experience, there's only upside to being vulnerable with yourself. You know, it literally can't be a, a negative. I don't see how. It's not superficial. It's real. It's authentic. You know, when you're real with yourself, that's something you could be happy about. So to, to kind of close, I want to keep it short. If you want to improve yourself or an aspect of your life, you have to set your free, yourself free to do that. And that starts with catching some feelings for yourself. Being vulnerable to address the bullshit that you tend to normally push down and repress. Just put it on the line, address it, acknowledge it, and do it sooner rather than later. One, you'll learn a lot about yourself when you do this. I promise you that. But when you do it, when you recognize and you address your fears, your the, the times you've been rejected, emotional baggage that you carry, all your insecurities, all that stuff, you become stronger. There's, there's no way around it. You know, you're, you're stronger immediately because you're not hiding anything. And you're stronger because when you don't ignore those things, there's nothing to regret because you're truly alive. And you're then free to just elevate yourself, to build on those things instead of just ignoring them, to, to live your own truth instead of ignoring it. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love to hear from you. Follow me on Instagram at case.kenny. Let me know what you think. I'd love to chat. So until next episode, I'm out. Peace.